Hello and welcome back to the Dog Walk Ramble. It is cold and it is snowing as I speak. Uh, it's been snowing for the last two days for me. I'm just walking down a little bit of downhill with Reggie, so I have altered my speed. Uh, unfortunately, because it is so bloody cold, um, I'm probably going to end up doing a short one today, but at least, at least I'm going to try and get one out there. Um, something happened yesterday while I was taking Reggie for a walk, and um, I did record though, uh, the, the event um, sort of thing after it happened, so it was fresh in my memory. Um, and I'll be following on from, from that one, which is probably why um, I'm kind of forcing myself to, to do one, uh, to do a recording today. So uh, it's lovely to be back, yeah, lovely to be back. It's just, um, I'm wearing my fingerless gloves like I normally do, and uh, my thumb is turning bright red. Bright red. Um, so how have you been? Hmm? Oh. Mm-hmm. Lovely. Oh, that sounds nice. Mm-hmm. Nice. Well, that was a nice conversation. Thank you very much for having it with me. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry, I don't know why I'm being weird today. Maybe I'm just in one of those weird moods. I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Um, now, I will tell you what. After it's been snowing for two days, the landscape is rather beautiful. And um, I'm just going to let Reggie off his heat here so he can run around in the snow. Nothing Reggie likes to do more. Well, that's a lie. He likes the beach. Come on then. Good lad. Off he goes. Running into the snow. Yeah, obviously I'm pretty sure he would uh, he would prefer the beach. He does love the beach. Loves running round. Doesn't swim. Doesn't swim, my dog. Um, he can swim. I've seen it happen. Only when he's got himself in a bit of bother and got himself in too deep. He's been chasing something and uh, fell into the deep end sort of thing. He's just turned himself around and then walked out again. He's not much of a swimmer, but he can swim. If you've seen a lurcher before, they're not very well made for swimming, I don't think. <laughs> He's a big, big sort of heavy body with little uh, strong legs. Little strong, big legs for a lurcher. I don't know, because I've got a crossbreed, you see. I always get confused with my dog. My dog's not a full lurcher, so he's a bit got a bit more muscle mass than the average lurcher but that's just I don't know maybe it's because lots of people that have lurchers don't uh, don't take them out as often as I take Reggie out maybe because they are such good dogs around the house and they sleep all day and uh, Reggie's the easiest dog I've ever had I've had, uh, I've had uh, a staffy in the past and I've had family members with uh, Labradors Gordon Retrievers Sheepdogs, Chihuahuas, and uh, yeah, by far, Reggie is the uh, is the easiest dog I've ever had, and he's a lurcher crossed with a collie bull mastiff. Uh, type that one into Google if you need an image, or just go on to the Dog Walk Ramble and have a look at a picture of Reggie. It's right there. In fact, I'm pretty sure you should probably see it now if you've clicked on Spotify. There's a picture of me and Reggie. Wow, it's beautiful today guys. The way that snow is falling in this little foresty area that me and Reggie are in. There's a, I think it's a tree uh, nursery. Some trees here that are probably no older than five years. 
and uh, behind those then you've got granddad well maybe you've got mum and dad and then a bit deeper inland you've got granddad and grandma but uh, the part workers are out today so there's lots of wood chippings and wood shavings and certain trees have been cut down and other trees have been allowed to stay for another year um, I remember when I first moved to Manchester this time last year when I was walking through an area of Moss Side where I was living at the time and um, I was walking through an underground and uh, in the middle of the underground was sort of like a garden Reg! Reggie's getting distracted it was sort of like a garden and um, make sure Reggie was just distracted by snow and nothing else make sure there's no one else around yeah, I think we're all good. We're all good. Probably just sound like a, if there's anyone around, I'll just sound like a like a crazy person. Uh, sorry about that. I, um, <laughs> what basically happened is um, I got distracted by Reggie, and then I stopped recording. Went to go and figure out what was going on with Reggie, and then I forgot what I was talking about to you guys. Sorry too much weed not today I haven't smoked any today yet um, just in general and um, because I forgot what I was talking about I started listening to the recording back uh, the sort of last minute of the recording and while I was doing that I, uh, I slipped over and fell and I basically threw my phone at Reggie I didn't mean to do it it was a complete accident and Reggie wasn't expecting it and Reggie just let out this almighty oh because he didn't know where I was hitting him in the side of the head and um, I imagine what that might have sounded like if I had that moment recorded but uh, I've, I've ever stood, you know when you stand on your dog's tail or your cat's tail or something or you know you accidentally hurt your pet you put a bag down or something on its foot or you maybe stand on its foot or kick its foot or something by accident because it won't it's stubborn and it doesn't want to get out of the way all the time and you, you feel guilty and like the dog's over it in like two seconds the dog doesn't care but you just feel guilty it's just gonna find a stick or two for Reggie to chase with because it's a bit cold I don't want him hanging around sniffing patches of grass I want him running around and staying warm so that would be the idea today but uh, I'm really sorry you missed that um, I might do a dramatic reconstruction one day. Maybe I'll do it as the advert. Maybe that's what I'll do for the advert. I'll do a dramatic reconstruction. Now it's it's getting harder to come up with an idea for these adverts. I'll be honest with you. There's only uh, you visualise so many sort of things, and then when it comes to writing it down, it's like, well, that's not very funny. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe none of it's very funny. Maybe that's what makes it funny, is that it isn't very funny or clever. Because it's not, is it? But we like them, don't we? We'd rather have them than not have them. I think so. Yeah, I hope you think so as well. Uh, yeah, um, so, like I was mentioning earlier, um, we've got a little bit to throw to, and then... Um, gonna jump back to me here and um, I'll finish that little segment off all right good stuff uh, so I'm gonna throw over to me from yesterday
Hello Dogwalk Ramblers, I'm just recording a quick one, I wasn't going to do an episode today but I've just had a bit of a, a dog politicky experience and I thought it would be a good idea to talk about it while it was still fresh in the memory and add it to the show which I'll be releasing when it gets released so I'm just going to add this, add this little bit to the show I'll probably already explain this um, in the pre-gamble uh, on my way in so yeah, uh, just walking the dog as we do today is incredibly snowy, loads of snow, I've taken some videos of it um, and if anything it's turning into hailstones right now which is why I'm talking quite quickly because uh, I'm going to get this little sort of story out of my system straight away and uh, oh bloody hell it's getting cold so yeah I just allowed myself and my dog uh, to be intimidated and uh, we've spoken about intimidators before the sort of people that like to stand in the middle of fields with the dog on the on the leash and just stare at you until you leave the area as if they own the field. Now to be honest I think I let myself down on this one. I think I let myself down because the dogs were pretty big dogs, there's three big dogs, doesn't matter what kind of dogs they are, I don't like the slander. Yeah so I walked onto uh, the field and there was uh, three owners with three separate dogs, one dog on a lead and uh, the other two dogs were sort of running around. When they saw me come with my dog they immediately put their dog on the lead yeah, so I entered the park area, uh, three gentlemen, uh, three dogs, uh, none of which I've ever seen on the park before. So instead of uh, trying to intimidate the intimidator, which is my usual go-to technique, I, uh, I just took my tail between my legs and, you know, ran pretty much. There's no, no harm in that. Um, when me and Reggie got a bit closer, they actually decided to put, some, uh, put the other two dogs on their leads. Uh, when we got a little bit further away, they took the dogs back off the lead and they attacked each other. So, yeah, um, it is dangerous and you do have to be careful. It was never going to be worth me uh, taking Reggie off the lead. Uh, we can just go to another field in that situation. It's, uh, it's just not worth putting your dog's health in any kind of danger, you know? Um, unfortunately, these people do exist. These people have big dogs and these people are very irresponsible with their animals. Uh, these people sometimes come from completely different cultures. Um, where they treat dogs differently. And uh, certain behaviours they look for in a dog that we don't uh, on these shores. And I don't want to get on any kind of Brexit-y fucking high horse or anything like that. That's absolutely not what I'm trying to do. I'm just saying in different cultures, they use animal labour uh, for different things. And in more of the world than our side of the world, they use dogs to fight. And they make money on it. And uh, that's happening in this country. And it's, it's an organised sort of like cockfighting world again that's just sort of like reappeared and unfortunately because of the lockdown people are bloody bored and people's standards are dropping people will buy tickets to events that they wouldn't have otherwise even bothered with in the past it's disgusting now I think the main bulk of what I'm trying to say is that we need to start taking even more care of our animals in ways that we didn't even think about before 
we need to take more responsibility we need to go above and beyond to protect our animals because people have different standards of care people have different standards of training and those two things can lead to a very innocent well-trained animal being injured or hurt so you need to do the best that you can do because even though your dog is uh, is trained has a great recall doesn't mean certain things aren't going to happen to it doesn't mean some horrible person isn't just going to let their dog run off the lead the second it hits the park it's going to run over attack your dog leave you with a load of vet bills and just run back to its owner and the owner's hightailed it as well it happens all too often you know you have to be hyper aware and you have to know what to do when your dog's being attacked and uh, that's something we're going to talk about I'm going to do a bit of research on it tonight and uh, I'll add this to uh, to the show to tomorrow's show and uh, I'll start talking about what to do when your dog gets attacked by another dog alright so I guess we'll be back after um, a noise similar to this maybe do 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 Uh-oh, movie fans, it's time to start looking forward to summer because one of your favorites is coming back and it's funnier than ever before. Exterminate. That's right, it's the Daleks, part two. Oh man, Mr. Dalek, there's no way we'll be able to raise the money for two years in a row. How about another car wash? So if you enjoyed the first one, you're gonna love the second one. That's the Daleks, part two. Hey brah, what's that suction cup thing for? Wouldn't you like to know? So don't miss out on lots of fun for all the family. That's again, the Daleks, part two. Coming with cinema near you. <laughs> Right, see how I have gone away, and between last night and this morning, mainly this morning, I had a bit of a search and tried to find some useful advice when it came to what to do when uh, when your animal is under threat by another animal. Um, and to be honest, I've got to be really honest with you guys. Yeah, I had to do a bit of researching because most of the information was crap. Uh, the sort of like the bulk of most articles are information to help you stop fighting uh, two dogs around your household. Um, the main pieces of advice to stop dogs fighting from around the household are uh, as follows. You can splash some water at your dogs. Or maybe that'll distract them. Uh, you can use an air horn. Uh, loud noises, banging two metal pipes together. Um, or, get this one, I thought this one tickled me particularly. Um, if two dogs are fighting, then uh, if one dog can't see the other dog, then it automatically disarms itself and stops being aggressive, apparently. So what you should do is throw a blanket over the top of both of the dogs while they are fighting, and they will apparently instantly calm down 
because they can't see each other. Like, like some parrots or something. Like some parrots just fall asleep with a bloody towel over the top of it. I've never heard such crap in my life. But what we were here for, what we were trying to get information on, is what to do if your dog gets attacked in public by another dog. Because you're not going to have a bucket of water handy. And you probably don't carry an air horn regularly enough, according to Google. You probably don't carry around a bloody double bed duvet sized blanket either, just in case you get into any kind of duress with your dog. Is duress a word? Duress, distress, is it just another way to say distress? Or is it a completely different word? Answer to the postcard, please. Dog walk ramble. I'm sorry about this wind. I'm trying my best to sort of stay out of it. Right, hopefully the wind calmed down a little bit over here. So I just want to give a little bit of a sort of personal advice based on situations that I found myself in with Reggie and other dogs in the past. And uh, mix that in with a bit more specific information that I did find on the internet. But like I said, it was very scarce information on the internet for uh, a public sort of dog attack. What to do if a member of the public's animal attacks your animal while you're outside in the park. There wasn't a lot of information to do with that. But in my experience, and I've made a mistake or two in the past, uh, I can give you a couple of do nots and do's to hopefully keep your dog safe. Now, sometimes as a dog owner, your dog will get away from you and he'll go over to say hello to another dog and uh, your recall might not be strong enough yet and no matter how many times you shout for your dog to come back he's going to go and say hello to that other dog first um, now the worst thing you can do in a situation where you feel like the dog might be dangerous and if that dog is off the lead and your dog has approached their dog and that your dog is now very close to their dog that you're worried about one of the worst things that you can do is actually call your dog back in that situation especially if you are behind your dog what will happen if, uh, if your dog has approached another dog who you suspect to be aggressive and uh, then where's my dog actually? oh there he is, come on Reg! and then your dog is called back to you after like four or five attempts and you're getting louder let's just call him um, Jim. Jim! 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 Come back! and then finally on the third attempt Jim comes back as Reggie comes running over like he's forgotten his name isn't Jim? <laughs> um, your dog's going to turn around and look at you and what's going to happen if that other dog is slightly aggressive is that his instincts are going to kick in his hunting instincts are going to kick in and if your dog turns and runs back towards you that dog will chase your dog down okay so you need to be careful and you can't expect if your recall's not good enough for the other person's owner's recall to be that good either so you've got to take the share of your responsibility so what do you do your dog approaches the dog that's aggressive you do not want to distract your dog to the point where it's going to get itself in trouble okay so you need to get over to your dog as soon as possible okay 
You do not want to do anything that is going to jeopardise your dog. You do not want to do anything that is going to weaken your dog's position. It is too late at this point for your dog not to engage in some way or another with this other animal. You need to stay calm because dogs feed off our energies. So if you stay calm, hopefully your dog stays calm and hopefully the other person's dog stays calm. Can't say that's always the case. You've just got to be clever. You've got to be smart. Oh, look at the little puppy over there, but Reggie's going to go and say hello to a little puppy. Now, if your dog's already gone and is engaged in some kind of a... doesn't always mean that they're going to be fighting. Sometimes they're just trying to joust each other's positioning. And again, if you shout and you distract your dog, you're weakening his, uh, his argument, so to speak. A lot of dogs just want to talk it out. A lot of dogs will not end in sort of fisty cuffs. You know, a lot of dogs want to bark it out. Uh, I think a lot of people, when they hear their dog bark, instantly, first reaction is to tell your dog to shut up. Um, now imagine if you tried to say hello to your friend, and your mum would just go, shut up! You know? It's going gonna, it's gonna to stifle your social side. It's going to stop you from furthering your interaction skills. And we do not want to do that to our dogs. We want them all to be speaking the same language as good as possible. You know? So, uh, just use your brain. You know? Don't get your dog into silly situations. Uh, don't risk your dog because of your pride. Don't try and establish yourself on a, on a patch of grass uh, just because you're normally on that patch of grass and today there's a couple of hoodie people around. Not your patch of grass. Go find another patch of grass. It's all right. You know, if anything, your dog will appreciate having a different patch of grass because uh, dogs like a bit of variety. All right. So just bear it in mind. You know, just try and stay calm in these situations, and it'll uh, it goes a lot further than you think. Just staying calm. Um, be smart. Well, there we go with that bit. Um, I'm not sure how. <laughs> how helpful maybe it was actually in the end because like I said I couldn't find a lot of advice on it I think in the circumstances when they rarely do happen on the occasions um, a lot of the time your instinct is going to kick in and uh, a lot of the time your instinct is going to tell you to kick the other dog in the bollocks and I'm just going to be honest with you guys your instinct is going to tell you to kick the other dog in the bollocks that is a horrible thing to do um, but if somebody was uh, trying to if somebody hit your child you probably hit them if, even if they were an eight-year-old. No, I'm joking. I'm not a parent, so I wouldn't have a clue. I'm joking. Just because I'm not a parent doesn't mean I would hit an eight-year-old. I know the right from wrong. All right, I guess it's uh, it's worth moving on to sort of feature time. Now, we've got the old classic breakfast review that we always enjoy to do. Uh, but we've also got a, a, another feature that I'm going to try. It's called, what have you been watching? What have you been watching? What have you been watching? And we'll do a bit of you being what? What have you been watching? I'll tell you what I've been watching, guys. I've been re-watching since season one. I've just got on to season nine uh, of The Office USA. The Office USA. Um, now, I've seen bits and bobs of The Office over the years, uh, although I could never put together what episode was in what season, that kind of thing. I was never that much of, a, of an Office guy. Um, I always wanted to sort of sit down and get through it 
and uh, I think I'm on the last season now, I think season 9 is the last season and I've been thoroughly enjoying it thoroughly enjoying it now my missus she never thought she was going to enjoy the office in the USA uh, because she's not a massive fan of uh, well, that's another interesting story actually she said she wasn't a massive fan of Ricky Gervais but after we watched uh, Afterlife that was great after we watched Afterlife together she realised that she does like Ricky Gervais it's just the character David Brent that she doesn't like and because obviously it's around that time of this, I don't want to take a piss um, saying that that David Brent character is just an extension of Ricky Gervais himself and that Ricky Gervais just plays the same person in every TV show and movie which to be fair was true if you've ever seen um, The Invention of Lying and um, what was it, Ghost Town or something? Terrible film. But what I would recommend, 100%, obviously, is the US version of The Office. It's got Steve Carwell playing the sort of Ricky Gervais role. Steve Carwell is uh, Brick from uh, Anchorman, and uh, Evan in Evan Almighty, uh, 40 Year Old Virgin, you know, a whole host of things. Oh, is that really good? Was it Date Night? Oh, was Date Night Rubbish? Is it a different thing I was thinking about? There's something about you, maybe? Is that what it was called? He's in a film with the guy from The Notebook. You might be screaming at me right now. It's this film! It's this film! Ah, it's gone. I'm sorry, I can't remember it. But yeah, that is my, uh, that's my pick for the TV. If you want to binge a series. And my movie pick this week is uh, The Platform. The Platform and Netflix. It's like a futuristic prison system it's amazing basically it's 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 like a jail and you can volunteer to go in the jail because then you get certain like perks to being a citizen um depending on the amount of time that you serve in this sort of jail which is also seen to be a like a like a population dissolver uh something that can help them stay on top of the population because they know when people go into this particular prison that most of them probably won't come out and uh, when you volunteer to go into this sort of prison, you know uh, that you might not come out, but the riches that you get in return could be astronomical, absolutely life-changing, which is why people put themselves through this. Now, the platform is a, a system based on how high uh, you are on the level. So you've got platform one all the way down to platform 100, or is there less than a hundred mm -hmm. you don't know and i'm not going to tell you uh, every month you move platform and uh, every day there is a table of food that makes its way from platform one all the way down to platform 100 plus yeah so at the uh, sort of beginning or the end of every month you get put on a different level um, and based on what level you're on depends on when you get your opportunity to eat and uh, you can imagine the sort of dilemmas that can come from that that's well worth a watch it's a dubbed film so it takes you a couple of seconds to get used to the fact that the, the lips aren't exactly synced up with what's being said I think it's Argentinian cinema I think could be wrong could be Spanish um, but great film well worth giving a go to and it's on netflix and i'm probably sure if you type in the platform you'd probably be able to find it in a couple of different places oh, there's lots of annoying children around today doing their tobogganing routines with the 
barely paying attention parents looking on their mobile phones taking the occasional picture for the Instagram I hope they enjoy their trip to the emergency room ooh that was mean that was mean my brother ended up in the emergency room once when we went to Wagon Inn smashed his face on something as Reggie's seen a, a dog burying something ahead I think we're going to get a bit of an interaction here Oh, sorry about that little 30 second chunk there, that was more of a, a rant than a ramble, wasn't it really? Right, so I'm uh, winding down to the end of the path for my dog walk, so what I've got left to do, I'll tell you about my breakfast. Today, for breakfast, I had, drum roll if you please, scrambled egg on toast, ba-dum-bum-tsh with a couple of chia seeds and some cracked pepper on top. Satisfying, quick, easy, uh, hearty, warm, beige, very beige. Mm. So, what are we going to say? We're going to say that Reggie's got an interest in a dog somewhere over the, in the distance. Give it to a 2.8. Is that harsh? Uh, maybe that's harsh. Three. Giving it a three. We're going to give it a three out of five. Three out of five. Scrambled eggs and toast found its way to a three out of five. All right then. That's that done. And to be honest, I think I'm done because my fingers are cold and we've come to the end of this dog walk and my legs are cold. I think Reggie's the only thing that's warm. Uh, so I'm going to go now. Well, thanks very much for clicking play. Give me a go. Oh yeah, just before you disappear, don't forget to go over to Instagram and type in the Dog Walk Ramble and give us a follow. And uh, while you're here on, uh, on whatever platform you're listening to us, why don't you give us a follow as well or a subscribe or whatever is the acknowledged format in this context of which you use to listen to the show. Bye now!